0: Yeah.
1: listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and kqachd 3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Welcome to Casual Sex. I'm Carrie Cohen. And I'm Leslie Harper. Uh, The sex is an essential and enlightening part of our lives. The goal of our show is to explore ideas, the ways we limit ourselves and the ways in which we can expand our understanding of sex, love and relationships. You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979 or you can call us at 503-233-9729. So uh, this is our producer Rosa's last show, which is a really big deal because she's been with us for a year, a whole year. I mean, yeah. she's, she helped get, she helped get the whole thing started. Um, and she's and uh, we're gonna miss her a lot and and she's done an amazing job and she's passing the torch on to our amazing board operator who's going to be our new producer Emily Emily so that's sort of exciting I mean it's a big I suppose that's a big deal
2: it is a big deal and Emily is wonderful and we love them both and I am very sad to see Rosa go and very glad to see Emily step into this new position
1: yeah exactly um so uh so casual sex is a advice show about sex and relationships and um we mostly thrive off of your texts regarding Mm -hmm. uh you call you writing to uh, to us about anything about sex and relationships uh 971-220-5979 so we we always want to hear um any questions or comments you might have yes um um, but, uh, I don't know. We also, at the beginning of our show, check in with each other about mm-hmm. our weeks. Yeah. Last, so last week we, last week we weren't in the studio because our live show aired. That yeah. was very exciting. Our live show was so fun. I
2: know. I've, we've gotten really good feedback from that, actually. Yeah. It was did, really good. It
1: was so fun. We definitely I really had so much
2: fun doing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was really very successful. So, um... But uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know what I- what have you been up to?
2: Um, I have been, um, I've been you know navigating some things in my personal life and working. I've mm-hmm. having I've been having some um, pretty cool things happen in my relationship. Um, That's nice. Some interesting revelations about. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about it right this minute, but I will say specifically. But I will say this: um, there are definitely some things. That really get Ruben going in the direction of feeling his libido
1: Mm. that I didn't know before. Oh, just goes to show that things can keep progressing. They can. Years into a relationship. You can learn more and more about each other. Six years
2: in, I found out something new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of exciting. I know. It is
2: exciting. So um, things have been really good in my relationship and uh, sexually and otherwise.
1: Yeah. So you had sex. We did. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, it happens. It's just
1: right. been, been it's a little. Just, uh, yeah. uh,
2: it's been on the the ebbing side of the things. The Ebbing side, exactly. Yeah. So.
1: Exactly. Yeah. What about you? Um, I um, hmm.
2: I mean, you have had a lot of things. First of all, it was Carrie's birthday.
1: It was my birthday, and we
2: celebrated in style because she actually rented a karaoke machine and put it in the living room, and it was so fun.
1: That was so fun. Yeah. I and I um I. I got the karaoke I rented it the day before and so I basically like I used it so much on my own uh to my family's dismay <laughs> that by the time the show started I mean sorry by the time the the party started I was like I was just like not I was not really interested so everybody else was I did I've sang very little
2: uh <laughs> Maybe by your standards.
1: <laughs> I think I think you think plan
2: A. But uh yeah, you're probably feeling like every other sh- song should have been. Like the time that you sang four songs in a row, and I said, all right, let's let someone else. And you were like, I'm doing a medley
1: <laughs> at my
2: birthday. And I was like, but a medley is when you, like snippets of a song that equal the length of one song. And You've not, done not full four, four, four songs. is songs not a, a medley. That's yeah. just, yeah. So anyway, maybe by your standards, you sing very yeah. little. Um, I loved your singing. It was very fun. And yeah. But one of the things that happened with our family was I said to uh, my child and my partner, um, how much you want to bet? Because... The, the machine was set up the day before her party, and I was like, "How much you want to bet Carrie's been in the living room just like karaoke
3: <laughs> alone?"
2: Um, because literally at her her wedding, that I where I was, we were all in another room, and Carrie was still karaoke in in the karaoke room by herself in her wedding dress. <laughs>
1: That's so true. yeah, yeah.
2: Well. And <laughs> uh, when I mentioned that to Michael, he was like, "Oh yeah, she's been you know testing it out with quotations <laughs> for a while now."
1: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I I definitely took my time with that thing. Um, And then the day after, too, uh, one of our friends came back because she wanted to sing more.
2: Hysterical. She
1: made it about coming to pick up like... A crockpot. Like a Mm crockpot, but we know what what she was really after. Our
2: friend who just disappeared...
1: Oh yeah, that anyway. was so crazy. There's parties. always some sort of drama yeah. at my parties. It's true. And we stayed up till five in the morning, which uh, was crazy. Lordy. And unnecessary, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely too old for that. Because we're not,
2: <laughs> it's like those, you know, I'm too old for this, jetty Yeah. yeah. Like the old, the old crusty yeah. detective.
1: I did not, uh, I did not have sex on my birthday. Mm-mm. I, uh I, I made out, that was it.
2: Well, Very a lot briefly. of people don't even make out on their birthdays. That's so. true.
1: I should, I should be, I should feel like I should be honored. That should be enough. Right. right.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's just, all I'm saying is it's not like, you know, nothing.
1: Yeah. I guess it's not nothing. It's, I mean, yeah, it's something. It's, it's not something. chopped liver. No, exactly. So. So anyway, that's what happened. I turned another year older. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to die, but I don't want to get any older. I'm not really sure how right. that works.
2: Uh, it's really expensive.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Only
2: a, a select few have access to that kind of technology. Mm.
1: So what should we, uh, what should we talk about, about, uh, sex and relationships to get, what, what, what should we get people to text us about? Tonight?
2: Oh, text challenge? Generally, yeah. does come up in the conversation. So why don't we start talking about one of these topics that came in through uh-huh. text over the week? Okay. um,
1: which, which one do you think? Well,
2: the one that came in a couple weeks ago that we haven't talked about is exploring sexual fantasies. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, how important is masturbation for ex- exploring sexual fantasies? Oh. That one's been kind of, you know, on the docket for mm-hmm. a few weeks.
1: That one's that one's good. I mean, yeah. I think it's quite important. Mm-hmm. It's quite important. I mean, masturbation is important, mm-hmm. period.
2: And explain why, because I, like, I really like how you kind of break down, like, the difference between masturbation and sex and, like... One is this and the other.
1: So uh, I think of masturbation as like as hygiene. And um, and so it's masturbation is all about uh, the orgasm. It's all about just the body like having a release. Mm -hmm. And um, and sex is not even necessarily about the orgasm, although that might be a part of things Um, and is is really so much more about intimacy and about a, a connection with another person. Mm-hmm. And and so, so often, like I have so many uh, clients who, a partner, it's usually a female partner who gets upset when her partner uh, masturbates when she's home. And I always feel like, well, those are two different things. Right. And I also, I mean, I understand too that there are times when um, if someone is, is, masturbating only and also not having having sex with their partner then obviously something's going on around intimacy yeah
2: I mean there are situations where that can be really indicative of a problem like like if someone's watching porn all the time and masturbating and not engaging in sex with their partner
1: yeah that means that they're not they're not there there's a way that they're not um interested or willing to be vulnerable and having real connection. right? So uh, so those are the real differences. And so it's really like, I mean, I know it's awkward. It's awkward to, like, walk in on someone masturbating, which Mm -hmm. happens so often with partners. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's not an affront. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with the other person. It's not like they're cheating on you with themselves. No, no, (laughs) exactly. Or with images or fantasies or whatever. That's just, like, part of, you know... That one, once you once you're in love with someone, that doesn't mean that now all of your sexual fantasies and everything you do around around your sexual body is about that person, mm-hmm. and that is it's such a misconception that mm-hmm. so many people have. Um, and and then it causes problems, and I always feel like God. There's so many reasons to have problems. This is not a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just right, 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 right. This is like not something to be upset about. It just right. isn't. It's, it's not even not like real. a pick
2: your battles kind of thing because this just mm. not, shouldn't even be a battle.
1: No, exactly, exactly.
2: It's not like someone who doesn't put their toothbrush away or rinse their toothpaste out of the sink. Yeah. Where you're like pick your battles. Yeah. It's just not a. It shouldn't be a battle.
1: No. No. Right. Exactly, and not and sex, sex and masturbation. Uh, you know, as as you said right off the bat, like. Those are two very different things. They're just different things. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to keep them separate actually. Right. Um inter- I mean you can sometimes bring masturbation uh, mutual masturbation into sex, sex sex right. play. That becomes but something different. Nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but I'm just no. saying, you know, those are it, it's such a different thing someone getting themselves off versus connecting with someone sexually. Right. Agreed. So,
2: you know. And I think in terms of exploring sexual fantasies on your own, mm-hmm. definitely like there's you know there's a reason why people use ridiculous terms like spank bank and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard for me that one but people say that a lot mm. you know and like putting it in in you know st- filing it away for later or whatever mm. because you know uh, oftentimes people do need you know to to pull up sexual fantasies mm-hmm. during masturbation to really make it I mean for me it actually heightens right like mm-hmm. I could certainly use something and happen very quickly without Mm -hmm. thinking of much of anything Mm -hmm. but when I do engage in sexual fantasies during that then it heightens the experience
1: yes and that is something too in our in our porn world that people have moved away from you know it's like now people just use porn so they just put their fantasies on a screen or find fantasies on a screen but it's it's sometimes it's really important to not do that and to use one's imagination, one's spank bank, uh-huh. one's <laughs> if you will. One's, you know, uh, <laughs> masturbation Rolodex <laughs> there, you know, these, yeah. the proverbial
2: these, spank bank. Yes. yeah,
1: These are things that actually are important.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. So so I guess that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- yes, definitely explore your sexual fantasies on your own. And it can be a way to really determine what they are. Like, I think sometimes people feel inhibited around sexual fantasies with a partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people, frankly, yes, right? A lot of people. And, and being honest about what is desired and what is wanted. Mm-hmm. And does that maybe sound weird or, you know, whatever. Um, determining what those things are, what really works for you on your own can certainly help to, um, I don't know, just be more concise about it. With a partner
1: mm-hmm. Right And and not that all fantasies Need to come out Into the real world Mm-mm. At all But no. but there are some that um, You know I mean I kn- You've done some crazy things I've done some crazy things mm-hmm. You know In terms of Our own Or other people's fantasies Right uh, All kinds of weird stuff Has happened Uh huh So um,
2: But it doesn't have to Because fantasies are not Indicative of w- Real life Right They, they shouldn't be. be It's a whole different Part of your brain
1: Yes exactly yeah exactly and some people their fantasies are like i once dated a guy who his fantasy was um all about like like uh like wood wood wilderness creatures you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. things that don't actually exist like fairies
2: oh like the like the thing like um the legend there not legend the um whatever that fantasy movie with that yeah, my friend slept with a guy and he had that movie on, and then he put it on again. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's well, right. Was not
2: Legend? It was something else. Yeah, but yeah, I know
1: what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I'm spacing on the name. It was too. like Tom Cruise. Yes, right. People have all kinds of weird. Yeah, or the yeah. one with the blue people. I hear that one a lot for fantasies. Oh, Avatar. Avatar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that ex-boyfriend of mine, he had his fantasy was about fairies, and I was like, well, how does that work? Because she's so tiny. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you don't mean like. Yeah, like
2: Tinkerbell right? Yeah, like and
1: I'm not. I'm not like. Is she just gonna mean, flutter around you your like penis? A, a I don't full, a full size fairy <laughs> or. Yeah, I didn't understand. How's it work? What are the
2: logistics? I didn't Does understand. someone hit you with a shrinking
1: ray from exactly. like a sci,
2: from the sci-fi fantasy over there? And then... yeah,
1: I didn't really understand. Wow. So this is a good this is a good text challenge actually is to text in about your uh, your weird fantasies. What are your weird uh, sexual fantasies? Uh, text us at 971-220-5979 uh, and tell us your weird sex fantasies. Do, no. you, uh, do you have a weird sex fantasy? Oh, I, I think I have probably a lot of them. Well, I'm yeah. not weird. and you're willing to share? Not super
2: weird. Um, I'd have to think about it. I, I think I would share. And I think I have to think about it until like after break maybe. Yeah. Because right off the bat, they're actually pretty, most of mine are pretty typical. Yeah. You know, yeah. bondage kinds of things. that are right. pretty typical. But right. I bet I have some unique things that I have to just think about for a minute because on the spot maybe it doesn't come up right away.
1: I think I think mine are probably pretty typical too, and
2: um, I mean it depends on who you ask because I think some people wouldn't think they were typical. Oh, it's Willow. It was Willow that I, Willow. That's right. I had to look it up because it was driving yeah, really me crazy. So
1: crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, one of the things I uh, I sometimes tell people you know who didn't ask me, um, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like need to, you know some of, you need of my unsolicited about. advice looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that I um, that in porn I only want women in the porn. I don't yeah. like I don't like to see men in porn at all, right. because I find it th- mildly threatening. Yep. And so so I only watch women, and yet I'm heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So um, and you know as we know I've tried I've 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 tried to, to explore a little bit. And see if that was a, a done deal. If I was like stuck in my heterosexuality, and it turns out I, I mostly am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my interest in in what I watch in terms of porn has has nothing to do with my real life. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Yeah, and I think that that's true for a lot of people. And I think that I mean, for most people, I mean, it, it really is a different part of the brain, mm-hmm. and. There can certainly be maybe some repression around having fantasies. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know really what the gauge would be for that. Like, maybe if you have fantasies that you are just, like, absolutely, like, 100% not going to mention because Mm -hmm. you have shame around them, Mm -hmm. then...
1: Plenty of people do. That's what we want you to text us, though, because you'll be totally anonymous. We want to hear about all your shameful, shameful fantasies at 971-220-5979. And also, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, please, in the meantime, text us your uh, sexual fantasies at 971 220 5979. Mm -hmm. And we'll be right back after the break.
2: x-ray fm comes from cardinal club a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m to midnight monday through thursday and 5 p.m to 2 a.m on friday and saturday located between burnside and cooch on northeast 28th cardinal club plays vinyl when they're not streaming x-ray fm more information available at cardinalclubportland.com
4: shifting outside the world the
1: Sexual sex and uh, mm-hmm. we were we were talking about um, we we're talking about sexual fantasies and, uh, and masturbation masturbation and stuff and so uh, and asked you guys to text us your own sexual fantasies uh, you know the weirder the better and uh, but also just any uh, anything you want to share related to sexual fantasies at 971-220-5979 Uh, And we have a text waiting for us. It Mm -hmm. says, I notice such a visceral difference in my body when I masturbate to porn versus my imagination. This makes me worry about the amount of time people generally spend whacking it to porn (laughs) these days because my bodily intelligence says it's so, so, so different. Would love to just hear y'all explore this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, I think that's true. I think there's something about um, the... There's something about watching it, you know? There's something about... um, the that experience versus it just kind of you know watching in your head. I think we're just so completely habituated to screens, maybe at this point. Uh, no, I mean, I, well,
2: possibly. I mean, definitely. But I also think that there's just something different about external uh, stimulus. You know, like, like seeing something outside of you. Yeah, that's yeah, not about. Sure. Yeah, and and it, one thing I'm confused. So the text says um, I noticed such a difference, and it makes me worry about the amount of time people generally spend with porn and so i mean which leads me to believe that this person's experience without porn is better
1: without porn yeah yeah maybe
2: um i mean just by the way this text Mm -hmm. goes Mm -hmm. um but i do think that it makes sense for a lot of people that like with the external stimulus and seeing other people involved or hearing other people um you know the the feeling can be different some people you know that feeling of uh, orgasm where it's kind of like ah that was it? Yeah. That happens sometimes? Yeah. Generally after like the 12th one when you, yeah. we've talked about that before when you're just yeah. like, well, I, don't, I, I have some time. I think I'll have 12 <laughs> orgasms <laughs> with my vibrator and then by the last one you're like, man, well, I just barely squeaked that one out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just under the wire. Uh, and so, <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, you know, there is a difference sometimes when people are really stimulated in a variety of ways mm-hmm. that they might have a stronger orgasm with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if and so I guess it's not something to worry about, in my opinion. If it no. if it's better for you with the external stimulus, then great. If it's better for you without, then great. Yeah, kind of the end. Yeah, it's just whatever works best for you. Mm-hmm. There is, of course, the whole discussion about porn addiction and that this and that, and that's process addiction oriented, and that's a separate issue.
1: Yeah, because there are ways that porn. Uh, no question that for some people, uh, a lot of people even. They become sort of dependent on dependent on it in a way that um, where they have to keep ramping it up to, you know, Mm -hmm. more and more sort of like crazy stuff. So.
2: Right. Unlike the myth that women who use vibrators. That is not true. (laughs) Become desensitized to anything else. No. That is not not true. true. That's just not true. Um.
1: Those are very different things. Mm -hmm. They're just different. But
2: porn can become an addiction just like any other process addiction Mm -hmm. where you get a flood of dopamine and so then the bar is set too high Mm -hmm. for like um, actual experiences or or like in real life experiences. Right. You you don't have the same response, the same dopamine response, and therefore it feels like you need to keep doing the porn thing.
1: Yeah, and it's only, you know, so many people come to me and they're like, I'm worried I have a porn addiction. And I say, well, how often do you watch porn? And they're like, you know once a day for about you know five to ten minutes and i'm like not hmm. not a porn addiction hmm. that's really different How that's quaint. Not, yeah but yeah. i think people worry so much you know where there's so much there's so much noise in our culture around porn that it's a that it's such a negative thing and it's so right. dangerous and it's so bad and it's just and it's, but i also think too it could be the thing of
2: of looking at it on a spectrum if it could possibly be abuse of something it can be like you know if it if if for you and to you it takes away from your other experiences or your your you know relationship or your masturbation or you know with your you know whatever it is if porn becomes required Mm -hmm. and even if it is just once a day and you're feeling like that doesn't feel right yeah then certainly that could just be like abuse of something right that you might want to you know uh, scale back on
1: sure Um, exactly but that's that doesn't that, that doesn't mean addiction Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of misconception about porn addiction and what it actually is.
2: Yeah, based on you know criticism and general uh, you know uh, judgy morality stuff about porn.
1: Yeah, exactly. The
2: morality police out there. Exactly. And the people who are you know basically criticizing the loudest are the ones who are having like the are spending the the most time. The the more out there, yes. The more they're criticizing, the more out there their sexual fantasies and That's porn right. is.
1: That's right. <laughs> Basically, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's Trust plenty. As, as we have said many times on this show, there's lots of really uh, sex positive porn out there too. Mm-hmm. That and there's a lot. There's there's a lot of like queer run porn. There's a lot. There's women. A lot of, of of women run porn. There's some good mm-hmm. stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we have another text. Gay dude here, serious bro fetish got to act on it a, f- uh, a few times there seems to be a special kind of male bisexuality associated with people who like cocaine I don't really but hot bros <laughs> <laughs> so alright uh, uh, so I think he's just sure. sharing sharing his bro fetish mm-hmm. um, and that he, he got to do it a few times so that alright so that's interesting I mean that's some of what we were talking about is like this idea of taking taking fantasies into real life and it sounds like you know You've done it a few times, so I'm assuming that means like like bro- when people do cocaine, like,
2: yeah, they're down to clown. They're
1: down to clown. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're
1: D two C. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've heard people say that. Uh-huh. I've heard that. Like, well, I, I don't, I don't really identify as bisexual, but when I've done cocaine, I've just been like,
1: that's so I, interesting. I've, I've,
2: you know, like there was there's one person that I knew quite well actually back in the day who would do cocaine like a few times a year and. Would always end up in like a circle jerk with a really bunch, with a bunch of other straight identifying dudes, and they would just be like, "What? What? What?" You know, that's like, so interesting because you
1: know. my my main experience around around uh, uh, men straight straight men, you know, doing co- with with me doing cocaine, you know, and like in, in like a straight situation is that um, the main thing about it is that it just takes a whole lot longer to orgasm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes they sometimes they can't even get it up right uh so i don't know it's just sort of it's not it doesn't really like i know it is and i've certainly engaged in it that way but it's it always it, it never really struck me as like a super sexual drug you know yeah
2: because i mean like if you're talking about like ecstasy or something then you can be like ecstasy oh of makes course sense. everyone's just yeah. kind of like oh like you know? oh i love everyone i yeah. want to tell oh my god that's touch that everything is so removed good. It's, it's like one step removed yeah from anything it's yeah. just yeah it's just all so based in like feeling yeah exactly um, Whereas like whereas, actual sensory feeling I mean. exactly
1: whereas cocaine is like is like listen to me listen to me talk for for 20 minutes and, and shh, I'm still talking right and you know that's <laughs> yeah. about it's like a very selfish do you know job. what I mean yeah do you know what I mean, <laughs> what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: but I think I think that it, you're right like I've never had an experience of having like a feeling different differently sexually on cocaine versus not mm-hmm. which you know I've done cocaine certainly um, but I know that there are, I, I definitely have talked to m- plenty of men who have had that experience
1: yeah who wind being, up just doing all kinds of stuff yeah with women and do. men yeah
2: and people who have never been with men or are, 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 who claim to have never even considered it unless they're on cocaine so I think there is something to that this guy's not just like mm-hmm. you know running into some bizarre coincidence like there's something to that, yes. Yeah. And also, because yeah. bros, sure, if that's... Yeah, bros. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if mm-hmm. that's fulfilling a sexual fantasy for you, why the heck
1: not? Yeah.
2: Fully consensual.
1: So uh, we're talking about uh, sexual fantasies, uh, and we can talk about other stuff too, but um, but you should text us your sexual fantasies, or don't forget, you can text us about anything related to sex right. and relationships, uh, and... Uh, you can text us at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine So uh, we'll we'll we're gonna take a break here uh, in a moment. So uh, now is a good time for you to to really think about what you want to share with us about yeah. your crazy sexual fantasies. I yeah. mean I feel like this is a chance to share the stuff that you would never tell other people, you know because it's mm-hmm. anonymous. This is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. So all right. Well we'll we'll take a quick break and we'll be back shortly with casual sex.
4: Support
2: for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at CardinalClubPortland.com.
1: sex and we're uh, talking about all things sex and relationships of course. remember as I always remind everybody, this is an advice show for sex and relationships and you know mainly we're here to talk about sex and relationships in all the various ways and um, and to, you know, have conversations about it. That's why it's called casual sex. Casual
2: conversations.
1: Casual conversations. Not because
2: we're looking for casual sex.
1: No. Once uh, you Important know, to too re- much to the shakeman of many many again men. And again. Yeah, again and again and again, reaffirming we are not here just for casual sex. We're mm-hmm. here to talk casually about sex. Yeah.
2: So stop sending us your messages that you're looking for a woman. Yay hi.
1: Yeah, we're done with that. We're of a really certain done age and a
2: certain uh, you know color.
1: Yeah, we're really tired of doing yeah. that. All right. Um. So you can text us. Uh, about anything about sex and relationships. We were talking about sexual fantasies, so we'd love to hear that too. 971 220 5979. But uh, also, let's, I don't know, let's talk about some other stuff too. We have other other uh, things that came in over the week. Um, for instance, someone asking us about online dating tips and tricks, which is hilarious because mm-hmm. neither you nor I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and have, I have had. And you did a tiny, really tiniest have. bit. I, I, I have did. Not. I, just I did dipped my
2: toe in and went, "Oh my god, the water's terrible."
1: Yeah, I um, I had the oh, water
2: is like a cesspool. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I and mean, everyone I'm not knows gonna, it's horrible. I was like, I dipped my toe in and it fell off, so yeah. I'm not gonna jump yeah. in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and actually, before we jump into online dating, we have one more text. Kay. about fantasies, which says, "I have a friend who is a dominatrix, and she has a client who wants to be fed cat food." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's yeah. there's plenty of stuff about being humiliated or being treated like garbage. And yes, I definitely understand that. I have a bit of a I have being some treated like a fantasies lesser life around, form. around being humiliated. Yeah, I do. Me around, too. Around but but I yeah. feel like
2: those are pretty, you know, bond, like pretty typical run of the mill. They are yeah. bondage type. Yeah, things like being
1: treated like you know like 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 crap. Yeah,
2: uh, bondage sort of sort of fantasies, and I think that like yeah. most. People, if they have fantasies, have things like that. And so yes, that's why I think I that do. it's pretty, even if they wouldn't admit it or right. think there's something really wrong with it, it's super common.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We see you all wanting to be fed cat food. Right. <laughs> we know
2: you all want to chew on rawhides. We know you do. So enough already.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So, online dating. Um, so. I uh, yeah I had a I'm really I don't I don't do it again I won't do it again which is great. <laughs> Part of why I won't do it again too, which is so great for me, is that because I'm a therapist, I just simply can't be on there. It's not an option for me because right. there I'll, 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 I might have clients on there. Mm-hmm. And so it's that great. happened to me as
2: an escort. Yeah. That one of my clients as an escort was like, by the way, I saw you on. Yeah. OKCube. I was like, oh god. Yeah. So I mean, which is different than being there. <laughs> I mean, similar to being a therapist, but right. different in the uh, you know legal or the whatever. Right, What's
1: confidentiality. Thing. Yeah, yeah. HIPAA sense. Yeah, or whatever. And, like, and I, I certainly wouldn't Ethics. want my, I wouldn't want my clients thinking, you know, it's just it's too complicated. It's like yeah, you it's don't complicated. Want, yeah. That's the thing. Yes. It's co- so, it's complex. um, so I won't be doing that again. Thank mm-hmm. God. That was although I mean really I unpleasant. feel like, you
2: know uh, of, of all the people I know, like I do know some people who've had really good experiences, mm-hmm. and then almost everyone who's had really bad experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. It, you know, mixed with some good ones.
1: Right. That's true.
2: And I feel like you had have had some pretty decent connections from that.
1: I, right. have. Well, I have. Well, there's the person one like right now. Yeah. There's one person. There's one person who's still in my super life. Super lovely. Who's great.
2: And even the ones before that didn't turn out to be, uh-huh. I think, had their merit at the time. Some of them.
1: Some of them. They served a, l- they served maybe. a purpose and it a wasn't like bit. you were
2: looking to find a husband or a no, permanent partner anyway. No. And so even though they may not have turned out in the end to be what you wanted and mm-hmm. they may have in some cases <laughs> been just total nightmares in the end. Yeah. I do think that many of those oper- that those experiences served a good purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean at the time, I, you know, I try not to regret. I try not to regret things right. in life. And um, and there there are a few things that happen that mm-hmm. I could do without. Like, I'd sure. be happy to have never happened, mm-hmm. including, like, uh, you know, one of them that was, like, kind of a full-on uh, sort of unintended relationship sort of, like, right. fell into my lap and then I felt sort of stuck with. I could have um, two
2: of those for you. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. two.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just right up. And bat. part of the problem is too is one of the things that happens in life is is when you're not paying attention, you want you you go through some experiences and then you're not paying attention and you don't notice that you're attracting a whole different sort of uh, uh, brand of people and the, and it turns out that that the people I attra- the men that I attract most rather. Uh, or have for a long time now, which is really, really unfortunate because I'm not that attracted to them. Are uh, men who need too much for me, right? Like dependent men, yeah. Who like need a lot. Like they, they're really like not really doing basic well in ways life, too. and like, yeah, like, like verging d- on not homeless. having places to live. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like having like no money or you know, right. it's and so which I, in the grand scheme
2: of things. There's there's not judgment around, and there's no. in fact empathy. But when you're talking about, it's really different from what I used engaging to in herself. a relationship yeah. with someone. That is a different yeah. thing
1: entirely. Well, and what yeah. stinks about it too is that it's is that that's what I have attracted a lot of, and I am not really attracted to that. So the
2: neediness. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it's really been like in the past, I've attracted the people I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. who are you know as we know unavailable potheads, mm-hmm. and now it's more it's more mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. These, like, they just want, they're like glomming onto me. Glom, glom. Yeah. Sorry. Is that it's, what it feels like? Glom, glom. It glom. does. And, uh, like, just, yeah. you know, like, like I like just need a lot from right. me. And yeah, I don't want to do that.
2: That's really, yeah.
1: We have a uh, text. Hi, Carrie and Leslie. I'm a female college student and considering webcamming to make some extra money. I've never done anything like this before. Can you offer any insight? Do you have any insight about that?
2: I do. Okay. Um, so, I've never done it. Um, I mean, I was an escort, you know, just with people in person.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, And part of why I, I mean, I don't, I too, like Carrie was just saying, don't like to have a lot of regrets. Um, And there really aren't very many about that experience for the most part because that's not documented. Mm. Um, I never had sex with people as an escort online or Um, was recorded or photographed or whatever. I feel like most of that experience. Although you know there are reviews, really great ones, highly mm. reviewed
1: um, <laughs> of me out. You in the should world. check out my Yelp reviews <laughs> about my vagina. Yeah, very, it's amazing. It's Ask really me about strong. my blowjob. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> remember we were gonna have yeah. little signs. Instead of <laughs> little anyway. Um, so I would say that it's something that you have to really consider. A, what I'm not saying don't do it because I think that it, it can actually be really. Uh, financially, um, wonderful for people. Yeah, it's she, very freeing. You can do it. She from doesn't home. have
1: to actually. Nobody's going to touch her. Like right. She not It's actually so that's relatively there's safe. A, there's another bit of it. Like uh-huh. if,
2: if if actually being in person with people is not an option and right. and you don't have sexual hang-ups or you can be pretty sex positive about the fantasy yeah. aspect of that um then i think it's great however i think the only thing to remember is that regardless of how you feel now that's out there forever yeah that's right? the difference I and guess. um mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. for example right now i work in a situation where you know i sometimes think ah you know i really hope that there are certain things from back in the day you know like uh, there there were some things did get through some you know photographs or different things did get through Uh, and they're out there forever, and there are times that I'm like, "Eh, I really hope that doesn't come up, Mm -hmm. you know, in my... Just because I really want to be able to do the work I do without having to come up against that kind of judgment and criticism. And so it is something to consider. It's really easy in the moment to see, like, oh, money, and I don't have hangups about it, and I'm Mm -hmm. sex positive about it, but you really have to... um, And if you're comfortable saying, hey, I can't imagine at any point in my life that, you know, if that comes up that I wouldn't be able to defend it and be authentic and Mm -hmm. just move on with my life. But really. You know, if you're a college student, you're pretty young. Things do come up. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily pretty young, but it sounds like this is a college student who's trying to make money and maybe like a new, like a college student of the traditional college student age, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so just think about that.
1: Yeah, that that's good. That's a really good thing to, to yeah. consider. Um, it also makes me think about, uh, I was just telling you earlier how... A client of mine. I have I have some videos online of doing storytellings. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And so I'm just telling this stories about This just came up things. tonight. Yeah, this just came up It's also
2: serendipitous. And there's
1: a storytelling that I do where I talk about how how um, my my point in the storytelling is that sex can be really healing, and and fantasies can be really healing when you play them out. And um and I told this story about how my ex husband spit on my face. And mm-hmm. how it was like this really incredible. Um, it was very moving, and 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 actually wound up being a very healing thing, and made people very uncomfortable in the and, audience. By the way, oh my god, those women that. were like, I can't even believe how that was that. A, yeah, that was so yeah. awful. But then my client brought it up to me, and he w- he said, so I saw this video, and he brought it up because he was interested in the idea of using sex around as healing. But I was like, oh god, like he watched watch me tell it now he knows that you know yeah something now he ima- he's imagined me having sex, yeah, you know which they probably do anyway, yeah. but''
2: it's, <laughs> you know. well, sure they do,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah I mean that that is actually you're right because that stuff is out there, and in a general sense, yeah. you can be okay with it in a general sense, but then when it comes back to you in a very specific, especially professional sense yeah, it can exactly. be daunting and and uh and and difficult to navigate
1: it's something to think about mm-hmm uh, this is a text uh, about the bro thing to be honest I think the bro thing might be a form of hum- of a humiliation fetish it's not like they can commit and the expression of sex I am allow- quote unquote allowed is due to a circumstance of intoxication of wh- or what have you yeah probably I think that can be the case that there, there can be plenty of that um, because there's there's so much that's that's you know concert- like you know if you're if you're a straight guy and then you, and then you do, you know, and you're and, and you're ha- and you have sex with a man, here and there. There's a it's a way that you know at the, at least on the, on the side of the gay man, who's pursuing those guys. Mm-hmm. It's like a way to be like, well, he doesn't really want me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So yeah, there is some humi- humiliation there. I can mm-hmm. see that for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah. Yes, and for them, indeed. I think oftentimes you have people who are repressed in some way and don't understand the spectrum of sexuality or the fluidity of sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the need for intoxication is really just so that they can have an excuse later mm-hmm. rather than having to look at fluidity. Yes. And where they might lie in a spectrum.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think you are right. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, well, let's uh let's let's take a break here. And uh, when we come back, don't forget to text us. You can text us even while we're on break at 971 220 5979 about anything about sex and relationships. And we're talking about, we've been talking about fantasies, sexual fantasies. We've been talking about online dating. Um, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you got. Bring it on. Yep. We'll be right back. sex and we are talking about well we were just talking about uh we're still talking about sexual fantasies Mm -hmm. and we're talking some masturbation we talked about masturbation online dating online dating Mm -hmm. and uh i uh uh i have i was just i was just asking leslie like are there i have so many awful awful online dating stories and i feel like i've told most of them Mm -hmm. Did I? You know, one of the things I wanted to actually one of the things that happened to me. Here's one to talk about. Okay, from online dating a number of years ago, um, I I went on a. So I saw this guy show up a ton, and we had you know matched a long time ago, but like every time I went, <laughs> we matched long ago. You know, it's so stupid. I, I hate the whole thing. It is. Anyway, um, anyway, we finally went on a date. I wasn't that attracted to him in person. But at some point, you know, it was just a time in my life where it was just at some point while we were hanging out. He was like, so what I'd really like to do is take you home and get naked get you naked. And I was like, all right. Like, I was just kind of like, why not? No, I can't can't even remember his name. Okay, It was so random. And it was just like one night. Anyway, I went back to his house. I mean, the thing is, is this guy like he was so he was so awkward and we so did not connect. That awkwardness would
2: make me 100 percent sure that he was a murderer.
1: Yeah, it, it That's was,
2: why, I mean, I would just be like, he this felt person a little is bit a, murderer. Like a murderer.
1: But I guess I was in a you know, wild and crazy time. <laughs> I was like, whatever, let's see let's where this try goes. It out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Might be a murderer. What <laughs> Who the knows? heck? Let's see what happens. <laughs>
1: let's see what happens. I want to have new experiences. So, so I you're went. walking
2: around the house with your keys between yeah, your fingers. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's see how it goes. So we went back to his place. And, uh, and like I said, it was so awkward, like from start to finish. And then at some point, we had sex. It was so awkward uninteresting i can't i mean i barely remember i remember i like i said i can't remember his name the whole thing was so uninteresting
2: whenever i hear stories like that i'm just like and they did it for free
1: i know <laughs> you someone mean me?
2: did that for free yeah
1: well and i was just like i was just kind of <laughs> bored and i was like why not i mean he used a condom this is something i always say i'm like eh, i used a condom it's a throwaway <laughs> score it's a throwaway experience yeah. didn't even touch me yeah barely yeah. touched Amy really like he kind it was really uninteresting mm. the whole thing mm-hmm. anyway uh I texted him uh, afterward just to thank him, you know, mm-hmm. for the evening. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for
2: nothing, stupid.
1: Yeah, I was just being. <laughs> I was just being polite. No, yeah, I was being be... polite, and then, right. and he didn't. And he didn't text back. And I was so. And and the main thing I felt because I didn't care. Like obviously, I didn't care. The whole thing was uninteresting. Right. But what I felt was like, God, it is so difficult for women to not wind up feeling humiliated by men. Right. In, you know what I mean, like it's so easy for men to think that they have the power, even when uh, there was nothing that he had any reason to feel power around right and yet simply because he you know he also was obviously not terribly interested or more likely intimidated, let's face it yeah. um that um, he, I mean come on anyway <laughs> <Please>. um <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway uh that that it turned into. You know, so okay, I was feeling that way, and then I ran into him and Fred Meyer, oh. in the produce department. It's so funny because I've never seen him in since the produce department. I had never seen him before, never Where you're seen like him nice since. melons, waka waka. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do these bananas remind you of? Huh? Bowsies. <laughs> wow, yeah. you
2: run out. <laughs> <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> wow, I wish that would have happened
1: And uh, in and my I movie, said, it will. We said we said hello mm-hmm. and like and had this like awkward hug, you know, that was like mm-hmm. pat, pat, oh, pat 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 yeah. pat, yeah. pat. Mm-hmm. and then and I said to him. You know, because it was, it had bothered me enough. Right. I said, you know, I sent you that text just to be polite. And just so you know, like, I uh, don't think I wanted anything more. Like, I feel like, I feel like you were, you like, you like actively avoided texting me back because you were afraid that maybe I was like looking for something. And I think it's really clear from that night that I definitely wasn't. Like, that was really like not (sighs) interesting for either one of us. And, and he was like, oh, he was so concerned and awkward and and uncomfortable. Uh, and think well, good. Maybe but, a little discomfort is. Yeah, because I was but, like, but also, know, I'm it's just so tired that, of men thinking. You know what I mean? Like, but it they, is possible that that, that wasn't women what happened. Are,
2: want them, and that and that you and that, that in his mind that sounded maybe a little bit nutty. Yeah, me, it's possible. That. It's
1: possible. I did it for yeah. me. It's possible. Right. You might have been like, ah, I'm just, I'm awkward and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm afraid and whatever. And I will say
2: that like, it's really important to note this, that when you and I are sitting here talking, we have an hour platform once a week and mm-hmm. we talk from our own experience oftentimes, mm-hmm. although we both have a, a huge capacity for empathy,
3: mm-hmm. there's a
2: lot of things that we don't know about because we're not in that, bo- like that, mm-hmm. that, Fear, like we, we can't be in, but but I do know for a fact, and I know that you know this too. When we're talking about women being humiliated, obviously it's a different thing mm-hmm. uh, based on you know. First of all, I want I can't reiterate enough that yes, gender is a social construct. Yeah. However, the effects and the symptoms of that social construct are real, it, yes. and so the things that we have to navigate around that continue to be real you can't just say no there's no gender like stop talking about gender because it doesn't exist and then have all of the symptoms or effects of that or the legacy of that disappear no right? and it doesn't work that way. Of course. And, and I do get some I have had some heard some criticism about that this is our experience and what we have to come from although we're open to many things and I want to say that I know a lot of men who have felt deeply humiliated um, by situations like this one uh-huh. and 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 by their experiences with women
1: mm, yeah. um,
2: I don't think it necessarily looks the same. Right. I think men um that I know have often have had experiences of feeling deeply humiliated around performance or yes, right. around not having enough money or sure. a good enough job sure. or a car or like whatever it is, ways in which they have been conditioned to believe that they're not good enough if they don't have these things, right? And then of course, there are women just like there are men who are jerks about that kind of stuff
1: absolutely it for me it was just like i just wanted to be able to have sex and that's it and i didn't and i didn't even you know i barely even wanted that sex right and and then afterward and then
2: i mean he was like "Mm, whatever
1: yeah i just i didn't want it and i don't care i don't care you know what he what did he say about that but it was more like it was more like i just felt like 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 I should be able to have sex and then not have to have you assume that that means now I want something with you. Right. And I think for women, <laughs> I thanked him for Get the on the You know, I was being polite, kind of like you know you do when <laughs> someone you know when you know if someone you know buys you uh, you know a dinner or a drink or something. Right. Thank- I was just being polite you know, thank you for the, you know, uh, fake orgasm. The awkward sex.
2: <laughs> and the first fake orgasm, the in, fake seven orgasm in seven years.
1: Thanks so, for the fake orgasm in seven years, just so you could finish and I could get out of say, there. though he just, i he though? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't even speak. He was so awkward and, and oh. uncomfortable. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, he was hmm. just so awkward.
2: Oh, man.
1: I don't feel sorry for him. Right? No, I don't,
2: I mean, I don't necessarily feel sorry for him. I don't even know him or anything about him, but I just think that, that just sounds like a Happy situation. It
1: was. It was. It was yeah. dumb. It was so long ago, but I'm just you know, it's a number of years ago. But it's just kind of, <laughs> I had forgotten all about that until we started talking but, about it. But in, in a
2: comedy way, it reminds me of, yeah. see this
1: ring, married. Okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Want- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, back off. <laughs> exactly. I'm not
2: into you anyway.
1: Yeah, you know?
2: which is funny to me. Yeah,
1: I can tell you're not interested. It's in funny me, to by am- the way you're it's, ignoring it's, me. It's funny for me to I imagine
2: am- you walking through the proto section and being like,
1: uh, incidentally. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wrote down a whole list of things I was going to say to you if I ever saw you again. And here's the thing you were boring. I was not interested. <laughs> and this the main thing-, thing
1: you need to know is I never thought about you again mm-hmm. other than this list. I mean, the options I, I have,
2: <laughs> you wouldn't even believe, you know. And I him mean, just come being on. like, wow. Yeah, like exactly. 10 dates later and his whole thing. Exactly. He's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I enjoy thinking about in that <laughs> situation.
1: Um, we have uh, uh, another one more. There was time for one more text that came in. It says, love the show, ladies. My question is related to sexual reproduction. Can I get pregnant even though I haven't been ovulating? Google search says no, but what if Google's wrong? Google's not wrong. You can't Mm -hmm. get pregnant if you don't ovulate. That's just true. Yeah, you have to ovulate. You need an egg. Yep. You need an egg. There has to be an egg for reproduction to happen. Right. So, yeah, you have to ovulate.
2: So, I mean, if you haven't been ovulating, like, in that... I mean, if you're really sure that you're...
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always questions, you know, all through perimenopause. Sometimes you ovulate when mm-hmm. on the pill every once in a while, you know, you wind up ovulating some yeah. people, you know, so...
2: Yeah, I so, mean, your eggs are like, you know, growing extra hairs and... Yeah, oh, you know, when you're in your... When you're perimenopause. Uh, having hot flashes, so they're yeah. maybe not... <laughs> yeah,
1: your perimenopause not, eggs are like coming gonna, out like like with walkers. Right. Like, I'm going to get yeah. that sperm. They're just like, ah, oh, oh, I missed yeah. it again. <laughs> exactly. But... But
2: that yeah. being said, it's not even just during perimenopause. There, there's a number of things that could happen, hormonally or otherwise, yes, that to might not mean ovulate. you have, uh, you know, your cycle is is not right, always not. the same. Right. It's right. Not. Right. Exactly. I and can always tell when I'm ovulating because I have a, It feels like there's a balloon blown up in my side.
1: Yeah, that's called um um. Uh, there's a word for that. No, no. Oh. There's a word for feeling ovulation that um it starts with an M and I'm like it sounds like a Yiddish word. I'm spacing mighty, out the name.
2: Mighty balloon.
1: No, it's a, it's like a Yiddish oh. word, um, but I. Um, misshugena? It's something. It's not misshugena, <laughs> but um, anyway, I've never felt ovulation. So, or I if have. I have, if I have, it's just like many one of the many gazillion things I feel happening in re- my reproductive system all the time. At it's this like, point, I wouldn't, know. It's I wouldn't like, know. It feels like
2: there's a giant balloon in my side, and it, I, <laughs> and, and it happens, pretty much like clockwork
1: like
2: it does once I stop having my period like the last after the last day mm-hmm. the one where you just wear a little pad because there's going to be some kind of weird mm-hmm. dark brown stuff coming out the liner out. right so after that maybe like four or five six days you feel then it then I got the balloon feel yeah yeah so I know when I am but yeah,
1: so you, you know feel it. if you don't feel it not everybody feels I, it I never assume, felt it I yeah. never felt it
2: all through my reproductive yeah. years so when people get pregnant and they're like I wasn't even ovulating but they they definitely were ovulating actually mm. but they just didn't know they were yeah, because you certainly can't get pregnant if you're not ovulating.
1: No, you definitely can't. No. There has to be an egg. Yeah, that's. I for mean, sure. I don't
2: know. Maybe that's what happens. And to even the if you're
1: Mary. getting your, even if you're getting your period, not every time you get your, pe- like in in perimenopause, not every time you get your period did you ovulate? Right. But sometimes you did. You just never know. Yep. Um. So, I don't maybe know. Maybe
2: you ovulated and didn't even have a lot of uh, period. Right. Perimenopause. Plus
1: that, all kinds of crazy things happen. So anyway, really the thing is just be careful. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And right, I'm not sure if the texter uh, is trying to avoid or get pregnant. But, right. but yes, the, the main important thing here is you must ovulate in order to get pregnant.
2: I always thought it would be really great to have a commercial about pregnancy tests where it wasn't like when it was negative, they were all deeply disappointed, mm. you know? Because in pregnancy test commercials are yeah, always, always like, mm, like Yay. We can still keep trying or whatever. Yeah. And then if it's positive, they're like, oh, exactly. Yeah. And I would love one if it was like a woman who goes out and is like dancing and drinking, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever, And wakes up in the <gasps> morning and she's like, oh, God, not again, right? Yeah. And then does the pregnancy test and is like, dear God, if this is negative, I swear I will stop my good yeah. ways, right? Yeah. And then gets the a
1: negative. And then you, and you show it like, again. Yeah. But then the next thing you see, she's out dancing again. And right. Drinking too much. Oh, that'd be great. That's a yeah.
2: good additional little little tag do that that would be great that That is a good one they should do that that was one of the commercials I had planned for my soap opera my That's commercials. great! I love
1: it. Oh, fake commercials! Mm-hmm. I love it. Right. There's an ad that um, I have posted in the past on on Facebook where there's a woman who's like looks about nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she and her husband are are standing together, and she's holding the pregnancy test, and it says yes, and they're like, "Yay!" And you're like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, "I think you're." Did you really need the test? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like about to pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: like those crazy shows of people who didn't know they were pregnant and like give birth in the toilet uh, and stuff.
1: Those things happen. Yeah, they're, it's very rare, but yeah, you but gotta wow. be really a, out of touch with your body yeah really out of touch
2: absolutely look at dj ed oh dj yeah. ed
1: i know dj ed we is love here DJ ed. And you know what's so funny is i'm always like dj ed
2: dj ed his show wow, is called discovery i never yeah. say like his show coming up discovery it's, it's a great show oh, i discovery. always just go dj ed dj
1: ed i know we just we just get caught up in the man
2: his show is called we get discovery. caught up in the man and it's quite lovely
1: yeah exactly
2: we listen to it
1: <laughs> we do so um, let's see. We uh, get caught up in a the few man. Ta- a few, we get caught up in the man. Okay. We don't really have time for takeaways. No, we don't. So we're just going to. Let's look. take away this.
2: Send us your texts. Yeah. We like to communicate with you.
1: Yeah. Send them to us. Uh, send us uh, oh. over the week. Send us advice at xray.fm. And we
2: love you, Rosa. Thank yes, you, Rosa. thank you, Rosa. Thank you for everything. Yeah, you we Rosa. love you so we much. We love you. And we'll see you
1: next week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Adios.
4: What I want